What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of Market Watch, where we'll be discussing inflation, the upcoming Fed rate hikes, Q4 earnings, and so much more. I'm Eric T. Jackson. He's Eddie Chenea. Let's uh, get started. Oh, yeah. What's up, player? Good, man. How are you doing? Good, man. So you say on a, what, a four-game win streak, six-game win streak? Yeah, 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 man. We, uh, we're doing that. We uh, are hitting our stride, man. And they've all been double digits. So, you know, yeah, the players are playing well. And, and uh, we're excited, man. Uh, what's going on in your neck of the woods, brother? Oh, Everything's good, man. You know, watching, you know, earning season, the economic calendars and things coming out and what, what's going to happen with inflation. What, what's, uh, what's my man Jerome going to do when, uh, when, he, when he starts speaking again? You know, how's it going to affect the market? But everything's been good, okay. man. Okay. So speaking of your man, Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> my man, Powell. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, uh, when are the next uh, rate? hikes and is it going to be a hike or is it going to stay the same i mean personally i think that it's going to uh there's going to be a, another hike I don't, I don't see them not doing it mm-hmm. uh but as far as i know uh markets you know right now you know just based on what i've read and everything that you know there's according to seeking alpha 95.2 percent probability for at least another 25 point basis hike uh and it's january 31st february 1st meeting so mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but they're, they're talking about some of this stuff might already be kind of priced in, right? Pricing in a, a small chance that they won't hike going into March. Yeah, but uh, I think that you know, with the, with the way they keep talking about, there's still work to do. That you know, I think we've got some hikes still on on the horizon. Okay, okay. Uh, so, um, you know, still bad in inflation, man. I mean, you know, inflation is still you know they say running rampant, but. You know, some things are starting to cool off, you know, according to, to, to some articles and some of the numbers that are coming out. So I think what they're hoping for is with my man Powell going through and saying, hey, you know what? Yeah, we might, you know, another 25 point basis hike and then we may not hike as much going forward. You know what I mean, uh-huh. I don't think I don't think they'll be cutting rates anytime soon. Like, I don't think 2023 they're going to be cutting the rate and yeah. start bringing it back. But uh, I think they will start kind of reducing down the rate hikes, man, maybe tapering off. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, and that that's a that's a good thing. Um, I'm, I'm sure. not, okay, sure. okay, good. Yeah, if they start cutting back on the rate again, that means they're not charging banks more to to, to borrow money, mm-hmm. which ultimately you know banks can offer lower rates to people, so they want you know be able to borrow money, right? Yeah, you know. So when the rate comes down, right, it means better. You know, ideally, in a simplistic form, means you know better rates. You know, they start cutting rates to the Fed, better rates for us, right? Mortgages, car, uh, you know. Uh, payments, car loan, auto loans, things of that sort. So it's yeah. cheaper to borrow money, right? So they start pumping money back into the economy. Right, right. Start hiking those rates to start tightening up, you know, the money, the money supply. Okay. So yeah, no, for sure. If they, if they start uh, cutting rates, man, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, for everybody. Right. So uh, I came across an article on uh, uh, Yahoo Finance uh, Twitter, and, and they talked about even in these uh, – times of inflation there are still certain things that uh will be cheaper in uh 2023 and a, a few of those things they said housing prices uh will will, will be cheaper in 2023 you know even well, bound there was bound to be a uh, i don't know why my camera keeps shutting off man. I, I mean 
there had to have been some kind of reprieve given because I mean, right there in the summer, everything house and prices were, I mean, astronomical. It was getting yeah. crazy. Yeah, how much you know, people were you know buying and selling houses for. So, you know, I think a tapered growth there also. You know what I mean? An appreciation. Look, I'm a homeowner, so I want my house to continue to appreciate already. But it doesn't need to be appreciating at you know seven, eight, nine percent a year. You know what I mean? Then, yeah. You know, about price in the market, nobody can afford to buy it, and now nobody, you know, now you can't sell your home. You know what I mean? So right. They also said uh, new and used cars will probably be cheaper. Uh, electronic appliances, uh, basically anything that uh, uses uh, semiconductors. You know, yeah. I, I take it that that the semiconductor shortage is now sort of waning down, and they're having more of a demand for that. And so, with that, well, I think with you know with China opening back up, mm -hmm. I mean that, that was huge, man. That opens up supply chain, and you know once they get you know, ramp back up, I guess, to full 100% productivity, whatever they were at, you know, prior to the pandemic. But yeah, now it's a lot easier, right? You can produce more. And if you produce more, now you can ship more to people. So now car dealers are able to get them and appliance makers are able to get these semiconductors and I'm as short a supply. Right, right. And, you know, that's what I was, uh, that's what I took from it, you know. Uh, so, uh in 2023, uh, you know, what else can we maybe uh, look at that may be cheaper other than things that, uh, you know, are using semiconductors? Yeah, I mean, well, like I said, you know, electronics, appliances, right? We're talking, I think that things like rent prices also, you know, and I know we spoke about, you know, just mortgage rates, you know what I mean, hopefully coming down. But I think rent prices start decreasing also. Right. You know, that, right. that place where, uh, I guess a place where, where things get a little cheaper. And yeah. one that kind of caught my attention, man, too, is you think about this hotel rooms, right? Already, yeah. Get out there and start to travel again, man. And starting to, you know, inflation prices start coming down. So, you know, in order to to get people, you know, they, they don't want vacancy yeah. at those hotels, right? Right, right. Vacancy, right? Got to, you know, mean, kind of reduce your costs. And what I'm really hoping for is airline tickets, man. You know, I love to travel, dude. It's yeah. so expensive to fly anywhere right now. Yeah, yeah. The hotel yeah. rooms, I think, and lodging, things like that are going to be, uh, uh, might have a chance to come down as well. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, man. Good. Uh, so Q four, man. Uh, that is, uh, coming up. So, what can we look for in, in quarter four uh, earnings? So Q four earnings, man. A lot of those things, you know, they started to kick off this past week. You know, the banks starting to report. I think they started reporting on uh on Friday. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the airlines started also. Uh, so like the airline industry on Friday, man, kind of. Had a nice little bump up with Delta Airlines, you know, their earnings. I think American also was one that uh, reported earnings that saw, you know, that they beat earnings, right? So the yeah. top, you know, whatever the estimates were, uh, you know, and the banks are now starting to same thing, you know, report. So what they were hoping for, I think, is you know, I think what people are bracing for, not that hoping for, I think people are bracing for earnings to come in and be and and not be as you know maybe below maybe be below estimates. Yeah, the simple fact that you know with inflation going to the end of the year and things getting more expensive, that you know people going through and looking at their you know the income statements, the financial statements, that you know earnings might miss, uh, which would be a good thing, right? Because obviously when when earnings miss, you know it means they're, they're they're not doing well, so it's not good for the businesses. But with them not doing as well, right, prices start to come down a little bit, even in the market, right? So you're able to scoop up some, uh, you know, try to find some value out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, let's. Uh... I go through a couple of them, man. Uh, so here's some of the ones that 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 had earnings beats, right? So United Health, yeah, 
BlackRock, Delta Airlines, uh, Bank of New York Mellon. It's another one, Wells Fargo. All right, so those, those are some that, that have reported so far that have, that have beat. And then you've had some that didn't beat, right? So Citigroup, you know, missed uh, revenue by like four cents. Okay. That, I mean, that's a, it's a miss. And it's crazy how sometimes, you know, oh, they were off by four cents. Well, it's not necessarily just four cents. It's a, you know, it's a much bigger deal when you're talking about these companies that are worth billions and billions of dollars. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I'm interested to know uh, about BlackRock and, and, you know, how... Uh, how much? So, do we know if the stock spiked or not based on what they reported? Uh, BlackRock. Yeah. Oh, I believe it's BK BlackRock. We are BlackRock. Be okay. There it is, though. All right. So, no, that's BlackRock Incorporated. Am I looking at here, man? My bad. No, that's good. There was definitely one a a spike in uh you know like American Airlines and things like that. Okay. Like BlackRock. Yeah, there is BlackRock. Yeah, it is be okay. I'm talking about man. So was there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a there was a bump. You know, earnings now when they report earnings, sometimes sometimes it's you know after the bell. Right? Yeah. So you may not see as much more. It might happen uh, overnight. Yeah, overnight, right? Or you know during after market hours. Yeah. But as far as uh, their earnings were concerned, man, they reported, you know, $8.93 as opposed to the eight thirteen that that banks were, or that, you know, Wall Street was estimating. Yeah. Uh, I mean, don't know what it opened up at. I know that it finished in the green up, you know, three cents. I think overall what it was up. Okay. So it opened up at 7.46 and it closed at 7.53. I say three cents, man. That's, I'm lying to you. You're talking like, well, I guess from the previous close, it kind of got back to where it was at the previous close because it dropped the day before. I mean, but a seven forty six that it opens at, you know, and, and closes. I mean, you're talking about almost up another one percent, give or take, a little yeah. less than one percent that it was up. So that's so. one. That's one stock. So I want has uh, BlackRock uh, has it split at all? Because I mean, it's going up and up and up, and you know, that's one stock that uh, I, I really like. But uh, I hadn't seen. I don't. I don't see any splits with BlackRock, man. Yeah, yeah. They don't I believe. Mean, they yeah, don't it, believe it's getting expensive. It's getting expensive, but I mean, when you think about BlackRock, man, and, and looking at some of their holdings, yeah. You know, yeah, I think we spoke about it, you know, not too long ago on one of the shows, man, that you look at how, you know, who really owns some of these companies, who's really making the the uh, the stock prices move, man. And you talk about somebody like BlackRock that owns, you know, 125 million shares of Facebook and things like that. They're the ones that are making things, you know, rocking the market. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I read an interesting article today, man, and it's probably counterintuitive to, to you know, what I do, you know, I mean, as far as my business that talked about, you know, not using some of these, you know, actively managed funds, start doing some ETF stuff, you know what I mean? You, yeah. Things that people can do on their own. And a lot of the stuff in that article I agreed with, some of it I didn't, you know, because there's some people that, you know, don't don't know and don't even care to get educated on it. That's why they pay a professional. Right. right? You know, that's where I come into play. But a lot of the stuff in there was good, man. So you, you talk about actively managed funds and looking at like BlackRock. If you're investing in BlackRock and some kind of active fund, yeah, they, they've got a, over a billion shares of Apple that they own. Over you know a I mean? billion shares of Apple, right? Wow, a billion shares of Apple. You start talking about something like that, man. That, that yeah. that's a lot of you know. If they decide to dump off, you know, hey, we're going to trim our our position and and say oh, we're going to trim, you know, you know, hundred million shares. 
That's gonna make you know that's gonna make that, that market move. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's uh, yeah. I mean, then a billion shares of Apple, 171 million shares of Tesla, right? Amazon, 582 million shares of you know. So these are the ones that are really making that stuff move. Yeah. But, uh, well, I mean, again, BlackRock have I mean, been around forever. They've uh, you know, while it is very expensive, you know, what I mean to I guess expensive is relative, but you know, 754 dollars a share. It's not something that anybody could just go in and say, oh, I'm going to go and buy, you know, 100 shares. Right. Yeah. It has $75,000. So, but while it is expensive, I mean, it has, you know, performance kind of consolidated in price a little bit. But with earnings, beating earnings, man, it's that's always a good sign. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I'm just uh, looking at some of these articles, man. And, uh, one of them just just came across. I guess it's uh, maybe London. I don't know. Rate rises could add eight point six trillion dollars to global borrowing costs. Wow. For the S and P. Wow. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. So, you know, that's how important uh, that that the the increases and decreases of the the, the interest rate is. You know. It just affects everything. Like I said, if it's costing them, you know, you know, they're charging more to loan that money out again. Yeah. You think this is a difference like from, you know, uh, from the eighties until now, right. In the eighties when interest rates were, you know, 18, 20% on a mortgage versus now somewhere where I'm at, you know, 2.625 or something like that. Yes. Sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars of interest that, you know what I mean? That you're yep. paying. So when, when rates go up and you know, like I said, it, it, it rocks markets, it rocks, you know what I mean? What goes yeah. on, how much spending and what, I mean, the country as a whole, you know what I mean? It has an effect. Well, I guess banks love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, the problem with that is, you know, then they're, they're not able to, they're not able to lend as much because not as many people are borrowing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The thought process behind it. But again, you know, the ones that do decide to borrow from it. Yeah. You know, loving the fact that, you know, your mortgage is at 6% and, you know, they've got, you know, a handful of clients or, you know, half their, you know, their clients are, you know, below 5%, right? So anybody that's above that 5% is great. I mean, you're making more money. Yeah, 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 exactly, man. Uh, do you know anything about uh, this Archegos Ar- Ar- uh, prosecution? I don't know if you do, but it looked interesting. Archegos, uh, you know, yeah. uh, I haven't seen anything about it. Okay, U.S. rejects Bill Wang's sandbagging claim, you know, in, in Archegos prosecution. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Uh, J.P. Morgan. Oh, that was at, uh They charged well back in April. They charged a dude, Sung Cook, or whatever that was part of the right founder. Are you talking about the private uh, investment firm? Yeah. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, it's always with 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 with, with financial institutions, man. Uh, and dealing with so much money, it's it's hard not to have a crook somewhere, bro. Man, look, let me tell you, <laughs> and, and that's the problem, man. Is that and, and that's another reason why I got into the industry because I know that there's so many people out there that are doing it wrong. Yeah, so many people doing it wrong, and you you find that people get you know nervous about that stuff, man. Like this is your money. This is what you work hard for. You know what I mean? Yep. This isn't you know just not everybody. Look, some people live paycheck to paycheck, and still right. Like right? So <laughs> you got people out there that are you know taking advantage of people. Because they're in a position of power to be able to do that, man. That's not right, man. Right, right, and and at all, you know, uh, 
I just read, well, I heard this week, or I saw on a news station or something that one of the, one, a big investor of FTX who, who lost a lot of money was, was Tom Brady, man. Had he, uh, I, you know, I don't want to misquote how much he had invested, but I want to say it was, it was like almost a billion dollars or you know, something. I don't know if you, if, if it was him and his wife combined, but yeah. Man, that's tough. And, you know, I give the people benefit of the doubt. I wasn't there. I don't know what happened, man. But hoping that if that money was lost, that it wasn't because he was a uh, he's a culprit. You know what I mean? Right, right. I know it probably sounds like, oh, it's just because it's Tom Brady. I mean, you don't want to have anybody that's duped into losing money. Yeah, exactly. I don't care if you're rich, you're poor. Nobody right. likes to lose money. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Or somebody say, oh, well, it's Tom Brady. You know, he lost, you know, say $250 million. That's still $250 million, man. And, and it doesn't make all the other cats that lost money feel any better. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, and, and while sometimes it's easy to say like, oh, well, you know, yeah, I lost 50 grand. That, that 50 grand is important to you. $250 million is important to him. You know what I mean? Oh, really? How much it was, you know? Yeah. So, man, I'm hoping that that comes out that he's, you know, those guys aren't, you know, yeah. caught up but, in that stuff. And if they are, I hope they come and get them. You know, go get them like everybody else. They ain't no different than anybody else. Yeah. And I don't know if you, you law, right? I don't know if you heard. Uh, I'm, I don't think we, I think I was talking to somebody else and they, they said that they had found five billion dollars of, of his money. Yeah, that's what we were talking the other day. So they, that was, I, I guess, well, I said five billion, I think, in assets that they were so far yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to recuperate. Yeah. But man, that, that doesn't, uh, ooh. How much is he? Still short seven, or I think, excuse me, I think it's still short two or three billion that they're okay. still trying to get back for investors. Okay, so it's like seven or eight billion dollars that, yeah. But yeah. that's a hefty sum, you know. Look, let me tell you this a million seconds. Is like 11 and a half days. Yeah, what was you telling me about that? A billion seconds is like 32 years. <laughs> that's the difference between a million and a billion. And you want to get even higher than that, you start talking about somebody that's a trillionaire. A trillion take you trillion seconds, 31,688 years. So I'm going to show you the difference between a million dollars and a billion dollars. A million dollar company, yeah. a billion dollar company. How big and small they are. Yeah. yeah. Put it in terms of time. A wow. million seconds, 11 days, a billion seconds, 32 years. That's. I never thought about that, man, but that, that does put it in perspective, bro. Yeah, man. That's, it's, it's crazy to think that. Jeez, that's that's why, you know, how much more money does he need? You know, what, what's a billion dollars compared to, you know, a hundred million. So a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. I guess, so my, so my five lottery tickets, it's not enough to to win that billion dollars. <laughs> I should have I should have bought thirty one thousand two hundred and eighty two lottery tickets. <laughs> had a chance. I'd have had, had a chance to do it, right? Then yeah. I'd have had a one percent chance. I explain that stuff to my kids all the time when we're talking, you know, in my business class, my students. And yeah. I tell them, guys, there's a big difference between a million and a billion. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. I said, let me put it to you now in money terms. And I pulled up, you know, uh, Elon Musk's net worth was like 146 and a half billion. It's down because of, you know, Tesla yeah. and all that stuff. But yeah. I said, that man for the next hundred years could spend $4 million a day if he had all that, you know, his net worth in cash. Mm-hmm. $4 million a day for the next 36,500 days, which is a hundred years. Damn. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so start thinking in terms of like, oh Damn. my God, that really yeah. is a lot of money, man. That billion. No. A billion dollars. I mean, that's a lot of money, man. And I, th- I thought Jay Z was rich. Yeah, boys on the billionaire list. Yeah, I'm with you. No, Jim Jokers are wealthy. Yeah. The crazy yeah. thing is, you know, you look at rich, you look at wealthy, right? Low class, you know, mid, the uh, high class, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah middle yeah, class. Yeah. 
And then you think that the different tiers when you talk talking about the billionaires, right? Right. So high net worth, these are like ultra, ultra high net worth people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's nothing for them jokers to call and say, hey, you know, I want to buy this yacht. You know, and I need, you know, yeah. 25 million call, whatever bank, find a lender, yeah. they and may make it happen for them. Yeah. Yeah. Man, there's levels to that also, man. So six billion versus the five like Mark Cuban's worth like four point eight billion. Not putting <laughs> my nose up to that four point eight. When you start thinking about this man's got almost a hundred billion dollars more than what you know, what I mean, I guess net worth more. That's that's, that's nuts. And, and 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 like uh ten years ago he, he didn't. Like Tesla just came up in the last two or three, five years, man. That's how and so when I was researching and studying Warren Buffett and I was studying him and how he became rich over time and when he first became a millionaire and then when he, you know, when he, when he got uh, 10 million, it yep. seemed, it seemed like, uh, I want to say he got, he, he made his first billion when he was like 55. Yeah, he made something like 95% of his wealth. He tells everybody like yeah. after the age of 55 or 65 or something like that. And by the time he was 60, he he was he he was down there at a hundred billion or wherever he was at. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like like it billion. It took <laughs> it took it took him 30 years of work to get a billion. Yeah. And man. five, and five yeah, years yeah, yeah. to, you know, make yeah. that make that, you know. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh it says 99% of his net worth was earned after his 50th birthday. I'm not 50 yet. So I, that, that really makes me feel, feel de decent, feel good. Feel like, Let's let you know that yeah, there's a chance. I feel like yeah. I have a chance. I got a chance, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody else that I've always, uh, you know, because I got into this financial game later than a lot of people. So somebody else I've always looked to as far as starting later and becoming what I may want to become, Sam Walton. You know, wow. started Walmart at, at 55. Yeah, Walmart, yeah. Walmart was a mom and pop store till, he, you know, it became something when he was in his 70s and obviously his children made it a lot of what it is right now, but I'm just saying those type of individuals, you know, you know, they inspire, you know, inspire guys that, that start on this stuff later in life. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, Gosh, anything else, man, anything else in, in, in the financial uh, sector happening that we need to talk about? Man. I, I mean, I, this, that article that I was telling that I read, man, it was a market sentiment, man. And I'll send you the link so you can put it on the, uh, you know, put it down in the description, man. It was, it's yeah. pretty good, man. They had this index card where college professor kind of wrote on it, man, and, and just talked about nine little things that people can do to, to uh, you know, to invest. You know what I mean? Yeah. And things that, you know, nine rules that, that you can use. And they, they put it all in a three by five index card. And it was just simple, simple, simple things, man, that, that people don't realize they could do. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like save 20% of your money. Try to pay your credit card balance off in full every month. Right. Uh, maximize tax advantage savings. Right. So think about, you know, Roths and SCPs, 529 accounts for, for your kids. You know what I mean? If you want to put them in college. Uh, yeah. Maximizing your 401k or, you know, your employee contribution to whatever it is it is and stuff like that. Is, I mean, it's pretty simple. 
Yeah, very pretty simple, man. It was a pretty good article. And like I said, it went on because they were talking about hedge funds. Again, I want to start a hedge fund, but completely different structure than what hedge funds are known for. You know, right. like a two, two percent, twenty percent, two percent management fee, and then twenty percent of the profits. We're not doing that. Right. I mean, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so it's so good. I'll send you the link. Okay. Yeah. Do that, man. Uh, since we're on uh, that, so since you and I both have children, uh, let's let's talk about college fund. You know, because everybody everybody talks about a college fund until it's time to start putting money into it. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, yeah, you know, and, and it's tough. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times, like, man, where where am I gonna get this money from? Yeah. And realistically, you know, you start and you put away whatever you can, you know, for your kids. Now, I personally do not have a 529 account for my kids. We started putting away for them, you know, in college when they were born. And, you know, they've got savings accounts they don't know about. And, uh, you know, takes some of that money. And we've gone through enough, you know, invested in buying some dividend stocks and stuff like that. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, you know, to help them. But the joke is better go to class and get them grades. Already. So you that's I mean? my thing. So yeah, I, let's go get so, that academic money first if we can. You know? Right now. Yeah, I have. Uh. I have account. I have uh, investing accounts set up for my kids, and, and they're safe. I have most of the money in safe uh, stocks, and I have a few in, you know, some stocks that I'm hoping will do something. But uh, I feel like I have a seven-year-old, a nine-year-old, and, and a fourteen-year-old. So, uh, you know, just putting money in a savings account right now, you know, I don't think it's using the money as wisely as I could because they have a lot of years, right? Especially the two younger ones. Yeah. So I have them in investment accounts, but uh, like you said, man, uh, my, they, they've got, they've got their understanding, the value of education, how important it is. Uh, you know, I, I feel like ac academic scholarships are very uh, competitive. Uh, oh, for sure. Like, yeah, yeah don't, don't go ahead and tell anybody, man, you better do it in the classroom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think about somebody like Demar Hamlin. Man, I hate to use him as an example, but that man may never play football again. Right now, what? Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. so you got to buy that academics, man. Go to college and you know, yeah, get look. And I'm all for it. If you are an athlete, let them people pay for your education for sure. Let them pay for it. If they're going to use you to sell jerseys and sell tickets and to raise money and make money for the school, you better use them to get that degree. You know what I mean? Absolutely, they're going to use you, so you better use them. Yeah, That's what I've always told people. You know, and, uh, you know, it, it seems like, you know, most of our uh, uh, young adults are, are, are getting that fact, especially when, when they're making it a lot easier for them to go where they want, transfer, and, and, and make their own decisions based on, on that type of thing, uh, you know. But uh, what else is there besides for for uh, your college fund i mean what you know like when you have young children compared to a baby compared to maybe somebody in high school like like can you say, say like what may be the best option in each one of those situations i mean it all depends on what everybody has you know as far as money and what their situations are but the nice thing about uh 529 plans is okay. that if uh Let's just say I start one up for each one of my kids, right? And they both end up with enough academic money and, you know, they don't have to pay for it. Well, we can now roll that over and send that down and change the beneficiary on and say, all right, well, we're going to save it for our grandkids now. Yep. You know what I mean? Now, 
drawbacks to a 529 also is that if you don't end up using it for college, you end up one taken out, there's a penalty, uh, you know, so, so, gotta, so gotta watch that stuff. but I mean, for kids that are, you know, a certain age, man, it's, it's, it's depending on how much you can afford to do. I mean, there's plenty of college savings calculators out there you can do. And, and, and so the 529, there is not a penalty to use it for college, but there is a penalty to use it for life. So if I decide, like, you know, both of my kids, you know, got their full ride, right? They're all their college is paid for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't oh, want they to say decided- for my grandkids. Well, yeah. we can find ways, you know, while they're using, you know, while they're in school for some form of higher learning, I could change the beneficiary to me or my wife and say, hey, you know what? You, you've always want to get a master's, go get your master's, right? Because the money's there, mm-hmm. which is nice. But if you decide, like, hey, they didn't need it and we're not going to pass it on to anybody, well, we want to take our money back. Well, then, yeah, there's going to be a penalty when you go to, to pull it out. You as far as, you know, the different age groups, man, you can go through and look and say, you know, how much would it cost me? You know, if, if you know, I have a child, would you say you have one that's nine, right? Yeah. All right. So we'll just say, you know, yearly, you, you know, you put away five, or if I say 4,800. Was that like 400 bucks a month? Yep. Right. Well, that would, I mean, this is all hypothetical, right? So, the, you know, at, talking about current annual, like college cost of being about 24, 25,000 a year, give or take. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Figure about one hundred sixty-four thousand dollars was going to cost for for college. All right, so you, to for you to be one hundred percent funded by you, then you're going to have to be able to get that account up to you know, that amount, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah. and then depending on how much you have saved, and then you know, are you going to be aggressive, moderately aggressive? All right, so I mean, if they're younger, I would say be more aggressive early. Uh, but you'll, you know. So in order to pay for those things, man, again, it's, it's going to be expensive. You can do it if you have the money where you can say, hey, you know what, monthly, we're going to go ahead and we're going to tribute 700 bucks a month. Yeah. Right. Because you can afford that. Right. So, mm-hmm. they, I mean, that would pay for one, two, three. You would be, you'd have a shortfall of about 16,000 based on, you know, average college costs. Yeah. Right. But it can get it again. That's expensive, right? For a child that's nine years old right now. So, you talk about somebody who's, you know, your, your oldest who's 14, they're going to college here 2027, right? Yep. That same seven dollars a month for a fourteen-year-old gets you through like almost two years of college paid for. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then that amount has to increase to you know we'll say from seven hundred dollars a month to to twelve hundred dollars a month for a fourteen-year-old. Let's see, if we go to a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, not even a thousand, not even enough. Yeah, it's gonna be about twelve hundred bucks a month. You'd have to put away from now until it's time for them to go to college, and something that was aggressive to be able to get the, you know. Yeah. Be able to cover the cost. Right? Yeah, and so, that's is is that are you talking put away in a five twenty nine or yeah? This is just a five twenty nine. I'm just going based on five twenty nine plan because they have you know different portfolios you can choose from. We want to be aggressive, less aggressive. Oh, you know, okay. you can always change a lot of the assumptions, right? And say, you know what? Well, I only you know I'm only going to fund seventy five percent of it because they're getting you know we anticipate mm-hmm. them getting twenty five percent in scholarships, whatever. Yeah. So then you might have you know you don't need that amount. Right. Or, you know, grandparents are going to pay, you know, 25% of their college. Yeah. We only got to raise 75%. Well, now we don't have to put away as much. I mean, right. there's a bunch of assumptions you can do, a bunch of free calculators and stuff out there you can do. Yeah. I'll just say, make sure you do your research. You know, if you're going to start a 529 plan, not that I don't, I don't disagree with them. I think that it's a great tool. Matter of fact, we, my parents did something similar for us when we were in high school or when we were younger. Okay. In Florida, they had the uh, Florida prepaid college program. And my parents, for myself, and my two brothers paid for, Two years of state college and two years of community college for us. Right. Wow. So two years of community college, two years of state college. And they locked in prices back in, you know, the 80s. Yeah. Right. 
and they got to lock in college prices then and they paid it off. And so that by the time we went to college, like I said, got to do two years at the community college is the route I went. And then I did two years at FAU and graduated, but it was paid for. So yeah, mere fact that these things are out there to help people, you know what I mean? Especially if you don't know how to plan for college. Like, well, how much do I have to put away? Just saving it into a savings account is not going to generate enough interest for it right. to, unless you put away, you know, 25 grand a year. Exactly. Right. I don't have $25,000 a year to just put away into a college program, you know, college savings account. So. Right. Not really. Anything you can start with, man, you get a baby, right? Just born. A baby was born yesterday. It gets a social security number and you start one up and you say, you know, the child's current age is, yeah. is not even anything. Okay. It doesn't uh, even exist. Right. Or it doesn't right. have an age yet. Right. So. Absolutely. absolutely. Right. Yeah. So. And we're, we're running out of time, but I, I wanted to uh, get your quick take on how life insurance uh, helps out with that in the, in the event of someone, uh, one of the parents passing. Yeah. I mean, well, you're obviously you're going to have beneficiaries. I mean, your life insurance policies have beneficiaries. And then from there, you know, sometimes people, if I'm not saying to put into, you know, set it up so that it's like, you know, it needs to be used for certain things, but realistically, if, you know, you pass, there's a bunch of different rules and laws up there, but okay. God forbid I were to pass. And obviously my wife is the first beneficiary of the money would go to her. Right. Yep. And she can say, oh, I'm going to do whatever I need to, right? I'm going to pay off the house, whatever. I'm going to put the rest waste for the kids for college. Okay. You can do that. All right. So I have a friend of mine whose father passed away, a man was hit by a drunk driver. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, he's still collecting now premiums okay. from a life insurance policy. Yeah. I mean, it was wow. so many, it was broken up over so many, like every five years he got, you know, a lump sum. You know, was that, so he's got a kid now. So it was when he was a kid that that happened? Yeah. Yeah. He was a baby, baby. When oh, that okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, that helped, you know, pay for things throughout his life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah the mere fact that if I were to pass, it goes on to my wife. God forbid my wife and I pass together. Well, then it yeah. goes to the kids. And so yeah. that's what I wanted to get out there that the, the importance of insurance in, in the event something might happen to you, it could help with college or just life after college, you know? Yeah. So, life after college, I mean, helps it up. Like I said, I, 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 I was always taught to make sure that you have at, at least enough health or life insurance so you can pay off the house. So God forbid I would have passed, at least my wife would pay off the house and she doesn't yeah. have to worry about a mortgage anymore. That's generally the right. biggest and, expense, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? So and anything more than that, it's, you know, I don't want to say ice on a cake because you're losing a loved one, but any more than that can help cover everything else. Like, hey, we've got enough of a life, life insurance policy where the house can be paid off, everything that we own right now can yep. be paid and you have no debt, right? Vehicles, you know, any credit you might have, you know, credit yep. cards, all your debt paid and, yep. you know, you know, at least, you know, one parent still working, they can still generate the income. You don't have to worry about all the extra expenses that they've had. Absolutely. Appreciate you, bro. Uh, that's good stuff, man. Uh, uh, you know, I'm next time, uh, your boy Jerome is, is on, man. You need to hit me up. Let me know so I can watch him. Cause I have so, next time he asks you, listen to a man blocker. Anytime he's speaking, and next time he's coming up, uh, uh, I've either listened to on CNBC or something. You know what I mean, I'm not gonna watch it, uh, yeah. you know, but I do like to listen to it, man. So, as, as far as I know, 2023, January 31st will be the next FOMC meeting. Okay, the day of the 14th, so that's uh, two yeah. weeks on Still a, two weeks. Yeah. On a Tuesday, have, probably. Yeah. March, and this is when they meet, right? So, the meetings are right? 31st to the 1st, March 21st to the 22nd. So. Yeah, man, it's good to listen to and see what he's talking about. For sure. Price coming down, what's going to happen. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. All right, brother, take care. All listening, man, I appreciate you guys, all the support. You guys keep tuning in, man. Keep trying to pump this good information out to you guys. This is Market Watch. I'm Eric T. Jackson. That's 81 Capital, Eddie Chinea. We out of here.
Take care. All right, later. Have fun.